What's up, everyone, and welcome to the School District Podcast. My name is Adam Welcome. This is my podcast. I'm the host, and I really hope you enjoy all the conversations I have with educators all over the world, principals, teachers, instructional coaches, assistant superintendents, superintendents, and even state commissioners of education. We talk about the pain points and lessons learned in education so we can all simply be better for kids and the colleagues we work with. If you are a longtime listener or this is your first time, thanks for tuning in. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a rating, write a review, and share your favorite conversations with colleagues or anyone you think would enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by me. <laughs> I'm the sponsor. The best way to support the podcast is pick up one of my books, Kids Deserve It, Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, or Teachers Deserve It. They're all available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. And KDI is also available as an audiobook. KDI is Kids Deserve It, if you didn't know. And if your organization, school, district, county, service unit, conference, or company is having an event and looking for a high-energy, relevant, relatable, fun, down-to-earth speaker that keeps it real and really connects with the audience, reach out directly so we can talk about your event and schedule something amazing for your team. I've given well over 300 keynotes all across North America with breakout sessions, coaching, leadership strands, and I would love to work with you. Uh, this summer alone, I'm going to be in Georgia, Virginia, New Hampshire, Idaho, Kentucky, Texas, California, West Virginia, Texas again, Illinois, California, Ohio, Missouri, Missouri, Illinois again, Missouri, Missouri again, Oregon, back to back in Pennsylvania and finishing the summer in Minnesota on September 1st, uh, adamwelcome at gmail.com or mradamwelcome.com for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog. Today on the show is Miguel Castillo. He's the executive director of elementary schools in Austin ISD. That's Austin Inter, um, School District in uh, in Texas. Super, super awesome, fun conversation. Miguel's a former principal. You can tell the passion and energy and just uh, just love for for schools and, and leaders and just education as a whole. I really hope you uh, you enjoy the conversation. Make sure to go to Twitter and follow Miguel at S-P-Q-R. Miguel, I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. Thanks for being here. Miguel Castillo, Executive Director of Elementary Schools in Austin, Texas. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Hi, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Oh, super excited. We were talking before the show about how this all came together. I sent a tweet looking for new guests and um, I got like 500 responses and I didn't realize in the melee of all the people responding, your wife actually is the one that recommended you. And then we reached out and we connected and now you're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. As a matter of fact, she was the one that uh, tagged you. My wife, she's an executive director of elementary schools in Burgerville. And she tagged me, and, and I think up to that, I think that's when we connected. Uh, but I was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do follow Adam. Uh, welcome, you know, on Twitter. So, again, that's that's quite a an amazing thing, Adam. They were able to connect. But, yeah, I've been following you for some time, Adam. <laughs> so fun. Hey, go to Twitter right now. Everybody follow Miguel. It's S-P-Q-R and then Miguel. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well, too. Miguel, what do you enjoy most about being an educator? You know what, Adam? I this is my 28th year. I'm going to my 29th year already. Uh, but really, the most 
thing uh, that I have enjoyed the, the most working with children is just watching them grow, go on and graduate and seeing them later on when they see me out there, hey, Mr. Castillo, remember me? Of course, I don't remember them, but they do remember me, whether if it's a, as a former principal or as a teacher, but again, just seeing students learn, grow at them, and seeing them on to become successful persons. To me, that's the greatest thing, satisfaction, when I uh, go back and, 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 and think and reminiscence of my 28 years working in a public school setting. That's one of the most enjoyable things that I can enjoy. Yeah, no, I get it. I actually got tagged yesterday on Facebook from a girl who I had in third grade, and then I rolled up to fourth grade years ago, and she just graduated uh, from college. And I just wrote back, I am so proud of you. And it's fun now that, you know, with social media, you know, back in the day, we didn't stay connected. But now I get I'm friends with former students on Facebook, they're in college and out or LinkedIn, you know, you get you get connected. So with all of those awesome things happening, what do you think is the biggest challenge right now for schools? I think, Adam, look, the biggest challenge, uh, of course, we, I mean, COVID, it started two years ago. It's gone. Uh, well, it's not gone, but it's still there. And, and that has been a challenge, very, very challenging for our students. Uh, I've seen the gaps, and, and if there were gaps before, I think COVID compounded that. But it was the fact that our students were not uh, being in school. And then uh, you add to it, of course, uh, we still have, you know, we still, we're still struggling with the equity issue. We saw really the, the gap grow wider, especially with our students, usually our historically disenfranchised students uh, that are affected the most. So we saw the gap getting wider, Adam. So again, those are the things. Now, right now what we're doing, we're trying to close the gap. But again, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge, uh, Adam. It has not been easy. Uh, but again, our teachers are doing it. Our principals are doing very, very uh, meticulously to try to close the gap, but especially for our students. So it's been a challenge, especially the, also the fact that a lot of students, uh, uh, you know, COVID just impacted everything that we've been doing forever. And all of a sudden, you know, you're going to, you know, remote, uh, again, uh, one of the things that I can tell you, Adam, is that uh, the way teachers and educators did it, uh, we did it awesome because even though the challenges were very difficult, it's like inventing the airplane as uh, really you're flying the airplane as you're building it. So we had to improvise. We had to find ways and, and we did it. We're still closing the gap, but that has been the most challenge. But also what we saw is that we saw the huge uh, inequity part of of really of our education system. Yeah, no, I agree. I, you know, I'm thinking about what you said about just equity and doing things and all, all these different things that we need to work on. And I often have this feeling, Miguel, that um, we're doing, we're trying to do too much. Uh, we're trying to do 20 to five, 25 to 30 things uh, in education and schools and classrooms. And, you know, how can we focus on, on three to five? Uh, I feel like there's so many things that come into our schools and not enough kind of gets, you know, faded or sunset out. If you could stop doing one thing in your job or, or in your school or in your district, so you could instead spend that time doing something else, what would you stop doing and what would you do instead? I guess now, uh, Adam, now as an executive director, now I see how at the district level, how things, you know, how things are a little bit different. 
But if I could do one thing, it's it's a uh, less, uh, I guess I can say less paperwork, less of the red tape and more support to, to the schools and the principals where they really need a lot of the support. It has not been easy. Uh, one of the things that I'm again, uh, it's just it, it's it's very very challenging with with uh, of course with COVID, and but now at the district level now I see that it's it's a whole system, but it's more complex than it seems. So if anything, less of that, less of the paperwork, and making it easier for our principal. Because I really believe that my role as an executive director and any executive director director should be to make it easier for schools. And for principals, so they can trickle down to the student, of course, to the teachers and to the students. But our role should be to make it easier for them. And at times, it seems like we make it more challenging by demanding more, <laughs> more of the same, more copies. Like when they tell, uh, it's like, as you worry, turn that is the same thing. So sometimes that happens. So it's eliminating that to make it easier for them, Adam. Yeah, no, I feel you. I think, you know, you and I were talking before the show, McGee, we, we had a similar path where we came from, you know, teacher, assistant principal, principal, then central office. And I know when I was in the central office, I felt that a lot of the people that were in central office had either A, only ever worked in central office, or it had been so long since they'd actually worked in a school, they actually forget what it's like. And somebody calls a school, and I remember this as a principal, it's one o'clock, and they say, I need it by three o'clock. And like, they have no idea what's happening at school, the police are there, or, you know, CPS, or you have assessment, or IEPs, or just what have you going on. I think it's so important. People that are listening, try as best as you can to switch places central office, go and spend an entire week at a school or different schools, just bring your laptop and see what's going on. And then I would say vice versa, principals, bring your laptop and go shadow a director or an assistant superintendent or a superintendent to see what their day is like. So then when you're thinking about what you want, you also know what, what they're going through. I think having an understanding of everybody's job and their viewpoint is just going to build such better uh, collegiality, collaboration, empathy when we're all doing that. I just think uh, there's too much compartmentalization um, in that. Miguel, what do you wish more people knew about schools? I feel like as a principal, you were always trying to get the community involved. And I feel like the last two years, there's been a lot of involvement in schools and not always for positive reasons. There's been a lot of political and COVID and everybody's different opinions, obviously. But if you were talking to people that didn't have kids in schools or maybe their kids were out of school 20 years ago, what do you wish more people knew about our public schools? I think, Adam, uh, that's an excellent question, Adam, but I think just the fact that uh, maybe uh, us, of course, we, we have to be more transparent, but maybe inviting them over and, and getting to see, like you mentioned, maybe shadowing, uh, coming inside the schools. I know COVID uh, kind of kept our community outside, but our schools are an extension of the community. So there should be some transparency, Adam, with Bennett, where they get to see what teachers are doing, what kids are learning, what principals are doing, so they can see actually what's going on. Now, of course, uh, uh, you know, as, as almost very good principals, they always do the open house, they invite parents, and they get to see what's going on inside. I know that the last couple of years, it's been challenging, but now slowly we are opening back the schools uh, for parents to come see. But I think the best thing, a lot of these uh, uh, challenges, Adam, it's because it's when we don't know something 
it's easy to make assumptions. It's easy to say, well, this is the reason why the schools are failing or why the schools are not moving in the right direction. Well, again, it's, it's easy to make those assumptions, but it's best when people actually get to be here, get to see what's going on, but also get to know the challenges that we're facing. Again, one of the you know, uh, most challenging things, Adam, again, it's that I do see uh, really the, the, the inequities that, that, that we, and it's not only here, it's throughout, throughout uh, our nation when it comes to funding our schools, when it comes to, to providing you know, better teacher pay, that I think teachers should get paid a little bit more, but again, those are you know those are uh, things beyond my control. But again, uh, getting people involved, Adam, uh, educating our community, uh, and just being more transparent that would also help from the school end to our community, so they can really see what is going on within our schools. And I think that would really, really, definitely help a lot uh, working together because I really believe that it does take a village to educate a child. Yeah, no, it takes a village, it takes a neighborhood, it takes an entire ecosystem of people that care about kids and care about boosting their self-confidence and just everything else. Uh, Miguel, part of this podcast is amplifying the voices of my guests. I'm just going to pass the microphone over to you. What would you like to say to all the people that listen to this podcast? Well, I do want to say again that Again, public school is still the best choice and we are doing a very, very good job. Again, we do need the, the, the support of everyone. Our kids are the future. Our kids are the future. And I think uh, all of us, like myself, Adam, and every teacher that I know in Austin ISD or Pflugerville or throughout Texas or California, I really believe that teachers go there with a heart to change a child's life. So again, let's be supportive of teachers, of our schools, of our principals, because they are, again, uh, uh, we do it because we love working with kids and making sure that our kids are the future for amazing country. So again, uh, understanding, support our teachers, our principals, support our schools. That's, I uh, guess, the message, Adam, that I would like to tell everyone that's uh, here in this podcast, the more supportive of our schools. Yeah, no, I love it. Miguel Castillo, Executive Director of Elementary Schools in Austin ISD. I'll tell you, I have been all over Texas. I have never been to Austin. Everybody I talk to, they say, you got to go to Austin. So I got to get down there at some point. Make sure you are following and connecting with Miguel. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. S-P-Q-R, uh, Miguel on Twitter. Miguel, thanks so much for taking the time. I know this is a busy time with testing and wrapping up the school year and also planning for next school year. And especially as executive director, you have a big scope of work, but uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for all you do for all the, all the kids in school down there in Austin. Everybody listening, thanks for all you do. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.